I can see, you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff Coat and Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Beaver, we are back for season two. I'm Clay Cunningham, and that's right, I'm doing the intros now. So I, I can already hear some of you out there just going, oh, we, are, we are mere seconds into season two, and already my expectations have been completely subverted. It's a wild ride, baby. Grab on with both hands. But you know, just because he's been kicked off the intros doesn't mean he's been kicked off the show or kicked out of your hearts for that matter. Joining me, as always, Adam Kurtz. Adam, we have made it for season two. There was literally nothing holding us back besides our own laziness, but we overcame it, and here we are. You know, I wanted to, like, give you guff about stealing these intros from me, but God damn, that was good. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm I, ready I now. I, Thank I, you. I could see across the way just the sort of bitterness in your eyes, like, oh, I better deliver or else this is going to get uncomfortable real quick. But now we're off and running. And frankly, I'm, I'm pretty juiced up on what we have to talk about here. I think we're coming out red hot for season two. We have, you know, our connecting themes. And this one today is episodes where Beavis and Butthead try to swindle money from injuries. The episodes we're going to be talking about today are Shopping Cart and Work is Death. And you know what? I'm so gosh darn excited. I'm just going to jump into it right now. Shopping Cart aired August 15th, 1997. It was the 28th episode of Season 7. It was written by Christopher Brown, Greg Grub. Grabansky, we got. I feel like we're going to get that name right at some point for sure. And Mike Judge, directed by Mike Judge. And uh, the synopsis is: When a man accidentally hits butthead with his car, he gives him ten dollars to not tell anybody. This inspires the duo to try to get hit by more cars to make some more money. I think we should throw in something here. Uh, Beavis and Butthead in this one are riding around a grocery store parking lot in a shopping cart, and when Butthead is hit. He's in a shopping cart, and that's, that's that's how they kind of try to work their scheme. But anyway, Adam, what do you think about shopping cart? Uh, it's a, you know, it's not, it wasn't one that I was super familiar with, so I was excited to dive into this one. Uh, the guy who gave 10 bucks to Butthead, uh, was there a Gary Shandling vibe? Did you get a Gary Shandling vibe from him? <laughs> Thinking back, yeah, kind of. I mean, I didn't think that right away, but uh, I think that, yeah, that's a pretty astute observation. Yeah, he's, uh, well, you know, boys, I don't want to report this to my insurance. Here's $10. <laughs> uh, but the they're just kind of screwing around in a parking lot and uh, really got a nice, the animation was great of how much fun Butthead was kind of having in this car cart. So it was purely by accident initially uh you know that they got they got hit by the gary shandling-esque character there um the guy wanted to avoid insurance like you said so he gave him that whopping 10 bucks um so why not try it more then beavis <laughs> goes behind an old lady who just has no idea that he's there and uh she kind of runs over him and the cart um and then uh of course 
Butthead accuses him of not doing it right, so Butthead gives it a go where a guy clearly catches him. Just <laughs> sitting back there waiting. I was going to give Beavis and Butthead credit here. They were in blind spots initially. Um, they didn't... Uh, they they made it difficult for the driver to see, so they, they kind of knew uh, what they were doing here. But, uh, yeah, so Butthead gets caught immediately, and then uh, <laughs> the guy has none of it, and he backs over Beavis, who's just standing there. The, not innocent, but a bystander nonetheless. Um so they're going to try to double it up this time. They go in the cart together. And, of course, um, who walks out of uh, of the store but none other than Mr. Anderson? Oh, yeah. he's. Uh, I loved Mr. Anderson, as we usually do. But he had some great mundane lines just getting into his RV. Um, <laughs> Hurry up. It's 60 miles to get to your sister's house. <laughs> And, uh, you know, (laughs) just, uh, I really want to play horseshoes with Ned before the sun goes down. With old Ned. (laughs) It's just perfect lines. I, and I hope other people appreciate it or maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just looking for those lines, but gosh, those really just hit me as being perfect for that character. And it's, you know, we talk about the, I, I don't want to get too far off the t- subject here, Clay, but I know you really enjoy the movie Nebraska oh, and yes. how Midwestern that movie feels. Mm-hmm. I, I feel a little that bit of this with Mr. Anderson here, where um, I'm sure that's a Texan type thing. Uh, but here in Highland, I get that Midwestern feel from uh, Tom and those lines hit me in that area too. Uh, so it, it hit me on a couple different levels, but I really loved them getting into the RV as small of a part as that was in this episode. I was, um, or I, I was one hundred percent sure you were going to bring that up because I know just talking, and that's one of those. <laughs> I think there might be some people who like that doesn't. Not only do they not think it's funny, but like, like is that even a joke? But like, it, it is just like a certain. I mean, I guess technically them saying. They, I mean, them cutting to that kind of indicates they're in a hurry, which kind of feeds into the ending, which we'll get into. But I, I think you can tell Mike Judge just loves soaking in that homespun Americana corniness. And just, yeah, I love it. I'd love to play a game of horseshoes with old Ned. Like, I mean, it, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I think that's that that feels just timeless to me. Like, I I, I yeah, I, I think, yeah, we think the Midwest because we've known so many people like that. But I, I feel like Mike Judd, that, 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 that's what he's hitting on. Yeah, I love that scene, too. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear that. And we've heard that same line from that same person probably 150 times in each of our lives. So mm. it was beautifully done. Um, of course, uh Tom has no idea Beavis and Butthead are behind the RV. They get hooked to it and uh, drug for quite a way. And uh, around a curve, they get flown, uh, flung into a tree. Um, and there they kind of lay around for a while, and Beavis has to push Butthead back so they can continue to try. Um, and you get the Three Stooges style ending if it ends right there. Um, you know, I thought this was 
uh, a part of me was reminded of Jackass. This was pre-Jackass, mm-hmm. uh, but there was some car gall, uh, shopping cart tomfoolery, which do you think it could have been of in- inspiration of some sort to Johnny Knoxville and the boys? Um, I, I, I definitely feel like, at the very least, the spirit of Beavis and Butthead would have been an inspiration to Jackass for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that was uh, I I really enjoyed this episode. You know, we kind of talked a little bit beforehand about how excited we were to talk about these. And yeah, that was uh, that was a shopping cart. I'm glad we started with this one because, man, it was just fun. And I'm kind of with you. I know I'd seen this before because I've previously worked all the way through the Mike Judge collection and this is on there. But I didn't really remember it. I think it's just kind of I love this show, but. You can watch too much of it in one day. It's it is every so often, and I I feel like maybe that was the problem the first time. I loved it this time around, and it, there's so much just great detail. You mentioned it, just the sound. Like the second time, I love the animation. The first time Beavis gets hit, he falls back, and he just basically has one leg up in the air. And then yeah, the second one with the guy in the van who maneuvers around Butthead. I just, I love hearing just like, he was just like, hey, 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 no, no. And just the thud and his scream, just perfect. It was like such a great piece of violence. And what I really like about this one, this is kind of feeding into like, you know, an extension of the, um, the, the horseshoes with old Ned, just the detail here. And this is. This is another one. This we're just minutes in. We already have our first taint of greatness quote of season two. But this is something Mike Judge said just about, you know, little details in animations. Like the difference between good and great is in the details. Sometimes I drive people crazy on those little details in the animation, but it's so important. And we had one, two great examples here. One, when Butthead the first time he gets hit, um, he gets up. He has like a small bruise on his face and like probably 10 to 12 hairs just askew. And he looks like that the whole episode. I mean, it's so (laughs) minor, but to like really go into detail like that is just like, I don't even know that I would have noticed if he just looked similar, but I definitely noticed the work that had to go into just kind of making him look slightly askew. And then, um, Oh, I think my favorite part is when they get hooked up because they're they're right behind uh, uh, Anderson's camper when he backs up and like the uh, the trailer hitch or whatever it is gets caught underneath the shopping cart and you just see just like little panic going into like Beavis and Butthead just like oh oh, oh, oh. Like, you see it in their eyes and then they're, you know they're still chuckling like jackasses of course but it's just those little stuff like. <laughs> Like it just it, it's sailing. It's like oh, this got real, and then just oh, what a shot! Like of them just getting like when Anderson takes a curve, yeah, it breaks off, and they just <laughs> right into a tree. Hilarious! And there's even one like the way they gyrate. Like you see Beavis like do he's face down, and just like he just thrusts his butt all the way up into the air, and then just brings like his pelvis back down. Um, just yeah, some a, a great cap to a great episode. I, you know, I, we always, 
I, I don't want to call it a, a circle jerk here, but that's what the podcast is. We obviously like the show. We're going to go on and on about it. Mm-hmm. But the animation, along with the vocal play, we uh, we talked about this a lot last season. But the vocal play is so good with that moment of panic, like you said too. Oh, it's yeah. just the little inflections. Of, oh, like the, the laugh is just different enough. Uh, so yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna take a pause there. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, the the laughing is is um, just different enough to to know they are panicking. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's a great episode. Yeah, and one other thing, like before we move on, I I'm gonna say this one I think gives some additional credence to my uh, last last season. I floated my theory that they don't get paid to work at Burger World because we get one part where yeah, Beavis says the quote is. I bet if our guts got splattered all over the place and we were all bloody and stuff, some dumbass would give us like $20. And I know like, I mean, they are as stupid as they are. I think anybody with like, I mean, you're still going to make $20 at Burger World without literally disemboweling yourself in a, like a, a grocery store parking lot. But I, I, I feel like that, like if I, if this had worked, into season one, I feel like I would have made that a part of my argument, too. Well, there's some music videos. Actually, the lack of music videos. There's just one that I uh, caught, Clay. It was uh, Stone Temple Pilots' Vaseline. Yes. Your thoughts on the, the music video? I, at one point, uh, Butthead... Make, well, Beavis wants to change it because there's, like, in the video, like, there's people, like, it's like a German festival, and you know, like they have like the hiked up shorts with the Spencer, and they have like an un, like a, a low shot of like dudes dancing at their butts. And Beavis wanted to change the channel because he didn't want to look at dudes' butts. And Butthead convinced him partially to stay on because he said, "quote This song kind of rocks." And the only thing I'll dispute is the worst the wor- the use of the word "kind of." Like I know Scott Weiland was kind of a a dick. And not not a great dude, but I always kind of had a soft spot for Stone Temple Pilots. I love this song. This is one of my favorite rock songs okay. of the 1990s, and I hadn't heard it in a long time. And I've been like on a big kick of it uh, lately. This is it's just it's a terrific 90s alternative rock song, and the commentary is really good too. Because there's one point where they're swimming like in this water near a power plant. And um, there's one point where Beavis talked about, like, how he liked swimming there and Butthead, oh, 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 that they went swimming in a power plant once and Beavis said it was great. And Butthead, like, said, no, it wasn't because uh, his turds were orange for a month and they got big blisters on their nads. <laughs> and, of course, Beavis like, yeah, that's why I liked it. And I also, like, like another, another part uh, Butthead mentioned, other than wanting to stay on, like, other than the song is that at one point you get to see a dog's nads. And then I love, eventually yes. it gets to that point, and, like, Beavis notices, like, whoa, is that what you were talking about? And Butthead's reaction, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's, um, but, yeah, great song, and just, I, I love their comment. a really nice molding, but, uh, Adam, your thoughts on Stone Temple Pilots? You know, that's the, the biggest note I had was the dog's nads. You know, you stick around for the dog's nads, and uh, they did. Delivered. And I'm a little surprised. Was it? It's your favorite STP song. It's not even your second no, favorite. No, I'm sorry to like buck convention that I, I can't. I can't oh. deny it. It's uh, 
you have pulled out every stop <laughs> for season we, two. I mean, it's yeah, we, we, we're building that audience now. We got to keep them on their toes. All right, so are you throwing it to the to the break, or yeah, you throw it to the break. You intro, you throw it to the break. Uh, all right, uh, we're gonna take a break, but then we're gonna be right back for an even more invigorating discussion of work is death. Buff code and beaver. And we are <laughs> for part two. And um, it's uh, Adam. Yeah, we're, we're keeping it going. Like it's, it's. I'm gonna kick it over to you. This is not really streamlined, but so what? We're having fun. I'm doing the intros, and now you do the episode intro. Tell the folks at home about work is death. You're really into that intro, man. That was a that was. You gotta big. bring the energy if you're gonna kick right. off the show. That's something you taught me. Oh, well, there we go. Well, work is death. It was the. 32nd episode of season seven and it aired in november november 4th of 1997 and uh the synopsis is this at burger world beavis and butthead attempt to get workers compensation clayton well i gotta like you know i made a point to end my last discussion saying hey this one really kind of verifies that they don't get paid at burger world thing and then within like a minute of this one we kind of get an argument that works against me because it starts off like uh, Beavis is unable to get some burger patties, some frozen patties separated, and he drops it on the grill, and he does because like a karate chop and screams, and then the manager hears, and he's just like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you, Beavis, but be careful because uh, we can't afford to pay out any more workers' uh, uh, I keep wanting to say constipation because that's what Butthead says, uh, <laughs> workers' compensation. But then, yeah, and Butthead figures out that, you know, quote-unquote workers' constipation means you get paid if you're injured at work. So, yeah, you know, my theory, I never said it was bulletproof, but uh, I, I, but yeah, this, this is kind of one that kind of works against me. But, you know, getting into the episode, can I just say, what a mistake by the Burger World manager to let Beavis and Butthead know that workers' <laughs> compensation is a thing. And it's we'll get into it because he, as, as is customary, he meets sort of an unfortunate fate at the end. And you feel bad, but man, like what in the name of God would convince you to let these guys know that you can do this? And, of course, like it leads to a string of incidents where like they try to get workers comp with some more great violence and more great detail there's one scene where uh butthead hits beavis with a frying pan which i love too that the violence happened off screen here you see you kind of see it working and then they cut to the manager's office and then you just hear like bow you know the, the classic cartoon sound effect and when he comes out <laughs> beavis's huge quaff is like flattened down it looked like i mean it looked like he had a bird's nest on the top of his head it's like really a great look. I mean, there's great stuff of like a uh, uh, butthead running Beavis's head through a mop bucket. And then, but eventually, um, you know, they get to the point where they're told, no, this doesn't work unless it's an accident. So they kind of, and this is probably my favorite sequence of anything we've talked to today when um, Beavis goes into a storage closet, grabs what looks to be barbecue sauce, and just like goes, just doing some work here, and then 
as he goes by, like one of the, I mean, if you ever worked in a store like these giant metal doors that have to just weigh almost a ton, butthead full throttle slams it on him. And like, you just see Beavis's arms like coming out of the side. And it's, if it were not a cartoon, Beavis's arms are trashed forever because those doors are frightening and he slams on it full <laughs> throttle and just, I mean, yeah, very funny scene. And, um, it, and it gets to a part like, I mean, they, they kind of try to do a gag of it where Beavis sticks his head out the drive through window to get hit, but the guy stops and nothing happens. But while that's going on, the mess with like the sauce and everything, um, it's all in the kitchen. And then the, the manager comes in to look and he slips and he slips on the barbecue sauce and he falls, lands his hands on the grill. And I have to say, great sound work. Like whoever did the sound design, excellent work. And it made me want to throw up like the set. Like you, you see his hands get stuck on the grill and it just makes this sound like when he pulls it off. It's just, oh, it's just. This, it, it's nightmare inducing uh, and it's, but I mean, again, it's, I mean, he didn't deserve it, but I mean, ultimately no one to blame but himself. Very OJ Simpson in the naked gun S <laughs> fall by the manager. There's, yeah, there's no bear <laughs> trap and no, uh, no bumping. Yeah. Or the, or the wet paint. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, side note, another first favorite. My first favorite uh, movie comedy of all time. Oh, man, oh, breaking yeah. molds. Uh, you know, we talked about the animation and sound in the last one. Um, when when Butthead, uh, or when Beavis and Butthead find out from the manager that they are, in fact, uh, can't get Workman's Comp from... Uh, from beating each other up but right before that butthead was going to hit beavis again and beavis's eyes mm -hmm. and just no like his absolute he was afraid of getting hit again uh i thought that the animation was great there just with his eyes and, and the voice work again good uh the dads from patsy uh, from patsy made an appearance uh, you, uh, what's his name i i'm, I'm too oh, lazy to mr graham i don't remember i don't think they said his first name but it's mr graham so he uh, he makes an appearance, you know. I am not going to wait <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any longer, brother. Um, and um, one other thing you didn't mention that again was minor, but I really, I just I want to believe Mike Judge gets a got a kick or out of designing characters. Just the guy who drove, listened to the instructions of driving to the through the drive-through as fast as he could like he sped up but he was wearing this green shirt and i don't know it was like half fedora half cowboy hat he had long hair um kind of reminded us reminded me of an like an old a little cleaner version of an old bowling alley owner from our hometown <laughs> yep like did, again yeah. I, I don't know if it's just <laughs> relating back but just that the the look of that character and I, I mentioned this in season one, but the, the build, the look of Burger World's manager, his build just brings me joy. It's he's he's overweight, but he's just he's got a perfect stash, curly hair on top. It's uh, it's it's just great. I, I get so 
I do. I get comforted by seeing him. So. It's, one other thing I forgot to mention, too, um, there is a scene like Beavis um, accidentally uh, does the morally right thing here because after he's taken a beating, they're like, oh, let's test it out. Let's see if you can still work. And he went out to the, ca- the, the cash register and took an order and then walked away. Just like, no, I, I can still work <laughs> like somehow. I mean, by sheer yeah. stupidity, he, uh, he did the morally sound thing. <laughs> Yes. Um, really good episode. Uh, music video-wise, though, just one again, Clay. What's with the deal with just one uh, video? I believe it's late season. A lot. Of, these are both repeats, too. Um, but yeah, I, I, and like, yeah, a lot of time, I guess Mike Judge maybe just got burned out, but it's just kind of because, yeah, both uh, Vaseline and then this next one were both in previous episodes. But the one here is I'll Stick Around by Foo Fighters. And, dude, I'm just showing off at this point. Like, they're not anymore, but you'll remember, in high school, my favorite band was the Foo Fighters. To this day, Dave Grohl is the most famous person I've ever met. I have Dave Grohl's autograph in a scrapbook wow. back... You know, I don't need, I didn't know that about you. When did you uh, get that? I saw them in concert in... some a few times. I think 2003? The One by One tour. Yeah, we hung out behind... Uh, the UIC Pavilion in Chicago, and uh, got the whole band. Oh, cool, man! That's yeah, uh, that's neat. Yeah, this uh, was uh, all stick arounds from their first album, I believe, completely written and composed by Dave Grohl. I believe he played every yep. instrument on that album. Yes, he as did. Well. Um, I will say though, uh, as much, and I love, I love the song still. Um, not a whole lot here for me, like from the commentary. I mean, I guess I sort of like. The observation, I don't know if people remember the video, but they're dressed in all white and butthead makes a point of saying that they look like ice cream men, which, yeah, that's, that, that, that makes sense. But I'll, this is a little nitpick here, too. Um, at one point, butthead, you know, references Dave Grohl, and he call, he says Nirvana. And, you know, they, I mean, obviously the show gets a lot of mileage about them being dumb and kind of mispronouncing words. And there's kind of a, there's, then there's definitely usually a charm to it, but we've also hit on here that they're, you know, they're kind of idiot savants when it comes to music. And there's just, there's no way in hell, butthead wouldn't know who Nirvana is. (laughs) I got a kick out of that. The Nirvana, Nirvana, um, mispronunciation was, uh, uh, I take, uh, take offense to that a little bit i thought okay, that was pretty well, funny I, it's you know i in this new rule i'm here to mix it up so that's, uh, but uh so that brings us to our thing uh we have to make a choice which was our favorite of the of the day you know there is a lot of good stuff to mine from this premise because there's also there's another episode uh in season five called whiplash that's about i mean they see like a shyster uh, ambulance chaser uh, ad and try to get like a whiplash settlement that's also pretty funny. Um, I love both of these. I don't think there's a wrong choice, but I think there's a slightly more correct choice. And to me, that is shopping cart. Just, I mean, all the little details, horseshoes with old Ned, um, just the amazing sound effect when Beavis gets hit by the car. And then, yeah, everything we talked about 
uh, this this it's a it's a home run and one that I I didn't really remember. But I mean, I I, I work as death would beat a lot of episodes, but I'm slight edge to shopping cart here. Hundred percent. Tom Anderson puts it over the edge for me. Those mundane lines were just too damn good to uh, not give the slight edge to. So I'm in agreement with you there. All righty. So we've come to the end, and um, I want to mention some stuff. Like we we got a, a, a few things, like a few fan things, a few emails. Um, one of them, like from a gentleman named. Ronald Beaver and uh, his his subject line said, love the show, make a Twitter account. Now, I haven't actually done it yet, but by the time this episode out is out, we'll have a Twitter account. And I'm 99% sure it will be at Buffcoat and Beaver Pod, the same as our Facebook and our email, which is Buffcoat and Beaver Pod at gmail.com. But we also just literally within the last 24 hours got one from a fella named Dave Beaver who uh, lives in Liverpool, United Kingdom. We've got that international reach. And uh, we made reference last time in um, a bus trip when they were mooning the cars, and Beavis at one point said they were going to give him a press fruit bowl. Well, thank you, Dave, Beaver, for saying in his email, I would like to send you both a gift wrap press fruit bowl, if I could. <laughs> Maybe that I might guess, be please. funnier than anything we say this season. <laughs> yeah, made my day seriously when you you, you sent me a text uh, and I, <laughs> I was uh, so overjoyed with that. But no, no we're really happy that uh, those those uh, those guys sent those emails in. So yes, it was fun absolutely. to get those. And, uh, and we hope you will join us next week where our theme is B and B. Disrupt a school video. They do so in both the episodes Safe Driving and Just for Girls. So uh, thanks as always for joining us here on the program. And uh, we'll be back.